Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Vogt. Are you wanting or even thinking about selling your house but don't know where to start? Good thing you've found Ready, Set, Sold. And now, real estate broker, Brian Vogt. Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. Thanks so much for joining us this Saturday. Do you believe it? It's actually December. We're actually into December. Hopefully, you've gotten your holiday gifts all bought, your trees up, your decorations are done. If not, it's okay. Maybe you're doing it this weekend. I know Thanksgiving weekend, my goodness, the weather was so fantastic that a lot of people got a lot of things done. And hopefully you're in the same situation. If not, you still have time. But hopefully you'll be able to wrap it up because I guess one of the things, and I think most people with the holidays, it's not something we want to dread. It's something if we can get on top of it and get things done and, you know, give us time to enjoy it. So so hopefully that's what you're doing this Saturday, along with listening to us, which we thank you so much for. Let's kind of go into what we're going to be talking about today on the program. Uh, we've got some special guests. We've got uh, Mayor Herb Roach of O'Fallon. He's going to be talking about some of the holiday festivities that they've done and they're doing in the city of O'Fallon, Illinois. Plus some amazing things I'm sure he'll share with us about the city itself and the plans that they have um, since last we talked. I think we talked about maybe a month or two ago. So that'll be uh, something you definitely want to listen to. Also, we have uh, Mary Sutter. And Mary Sutter is going to be talking about Harsh Rescue. It's It's a program she's deeply involved with, does a fantastic job with. She'll be talking in our third segment. And the segment after this one is going to be Larry McQueen of Carpet Care Plus, and he's going to be talking about the importance of of making sure your carpets are clean, and that's really huge when you're talking about selling your house. And, of course, with the holiday season coming on, it's always a great idea to have your house in the best shape, whether or not you're selling it. But if you are selling it, he's going to be giving some tips of what you should be looking for uh, in that segment. With that, I want to kind of go back and we've been doing this now, my goodness, I think for close to seven months. It's unbelievable. And we've been having some fantastic success. Uh, people have been very, very kind with their with their words and their messages and thoughts and listening to the program. So for that, I'm very, very thankful for. I think the other part of it is just though that if you've just started listening to us, kind of recap how this all started. The program is based on a number one best-selling book I wrote called Ready, Set, Sold, 12 Proven Steps to Sell Your House Fast and for Top Dollar in the St. Louis Metro East. And one of the reasons why I wrote it, one of the main reasons why I wrote it was the simple fact is there just wasn't anything out there uh, from my two decades almost of being in real estate that gave home sellers uh, steps, proven steps that they can use they get top dollar in a fast sale. There are all kinds of things on the internet. There's all kinds of things uh, on the cable, how to sell your home shows. But that's the East Coast and West Coast. And we live here in the Midwest. We live here in the heartland. So I wanted to make sure that we had a book, had some type of a guide that sellers could use. Whether or not they used me, that was okay. Use your favorite realtor that you know, like, and trust but that they had something as a guideline that they could use to get the results that they're looking for and give them the confidence that they need. So that's why I wrote the book. That led to the radio program, the radio uh, 
station, uh, 1380 The Answer, contacted me and said, hey, about doing a weekly radio program, and the rest, as they say, is history. I'm offering the book absolutely free, no strings attached. Uh, if you go to readysetsold.org, nat.com, readysetsold.org, nat.com, fill out some brief information, we'll send you the book, uh, no cost, there's something about actually having a book in your hands, it's kind of cool. I have a Kindle, and I use that too, but I also like the book form too, so hopefully you'll take advantage of that. And with that, let's talk about our main subject that we want to be talking about this this first segment. And that is what we hear quite often in real estate. And I kind of kind of broke it into something very short and sweet. The season isn't the reason why your house isn't selling. And I say that because not only do we hear this often from from people that well it's it's the holiday season it's it's the winter season it's the summer or whatever the season in most cases 99 percent of the time is not going to be the reason why your house isn't sold if you have it on the market and we're going to go into more in depth about that but first it's important to understand houses that go into the spring season they don't always sell in the summer season they don't always sell in the winter and the fall, the same thing. So again, it's not geared towards the season. And and too many times, and this is a professional opinion, too many times agents tend to say, well, it's the holidays and nobody's looking and it's not gonna it's not gonna work and getting your house on the market just isn't a good time. To me, as far as I'm concerned, if you as a seller don't want to put your house on the market, that's fine. But just in our in our teams uh, we sold two houses last week. We're putting more houses on the market this coming week. And we're not alone, okay? I mean, we talk to agents all the time, and there's all kinds of houses that are not only being sold but coming onto the market. So you just want to make sure that that's not the issue that you're dealing with or that your agent's not giving you some, what I believe is bad advice. So what is going on, though, if your house isn't selling? Well, we're going to make some assumptions. Number one assumption is going to be that uh, the, the marketing program that the, the agent laid out is something that you agreed with. It thought it was going to work. I'm very confident about that. Secondly, we're going to assume that you did the updates. So if updates were required, that you did the, the one, two, three, the painting, the flooring, and also uh, kitchens and bathrooms, that you made the updates that were needed for that. As you've heard me talk before, if you listened to the program before, bottom line, there is um, – Probably that's that's almost a non-starter. If you don't have the house with the updates, um, the chances of selling are slim and none. It doesn't matter what time of year. It doesn't matter the season. It's just uh, it's not going to work out well. So if your house isn't selling for whatever reasons and it's been on the market longer than you think, and that could be two months, that could be three months, whatever that amount is, hopefully your agent has been talking to you on a weekly or at least bi-weekly, giving you feedback of what's going on and going on with the market. But the simple fact of the matter, if all those places I mentioned before are in place, you probably have a pricing issue. And you need to start looking at the pricing of where you're at and what you need to be done. Now, every house is different. Every situation is different. And there could be some reasons if you have a high-end home, maybe in the half-million-dollar range, or maybe in just in a particular area that for whatever reasons, there are not many of them, that just houses aren't selling fast and they have a track record, not just now, but a track record of not being able to, 
uh, uh, sell quickly. Again, having a uh, an agent that has that experience, it can kind of give you that insight to kind of what's going on. But if not, then we have a location, and we have to find out where that pricing needs to be at for the location that you're at. And this could be various things to look for, but again, starting with the location, what has sold in the past three months, and it may be getting back into that market area in that price range is what you're going to need to do. But again, it's having a frank conversation. If your agent is saying the season, I respectfully disagree. Again, it doesn't make sense in some ways, right? If houses are selling now, the question is more so is why isn't your house selling? And then you may have to look at the price. If there's other things, maybe, that we kind of nailed out 99% of it with the marketing updating and making sure your house is in uh, the location and price for the location. So with that said, I, uh, I, before we go into the, to the next segment, I, I also want to mention that a lot of people have talked about the radio program. They may miss something. They may not catch something. We've got them on podcasts, so you can go to Google Play or iTunes. If you want to take one segment, maybe that you want to hear again, or maybe that you missed, you started the program a little bit late, that's okay. And we also have them on YouTube and also LinkedIn. So we have a myriad of ways that you can uh, get plugged in because that's really what this show is about, is trying to give people information that can help them in the sale of their house. And again, I think that's critical and, and useful information and proven information that's so critical when, when you're selling your biggest asset. And for most people, it is. So with that said, I'm going to also talk about a little bit more. Get the book. And you know what? Even if you're not going to be uh, selling your home for a year, it's okay. Go to readysetsold.org, net.com, readysetsold.org, net.com, and pick up a copy of the book. It's absolutely free, no strings attached. And uh, I hope that, that everyone does. A lot of people already have, and we've had some great reviews. Again, I thank you so much for that. With that said, we'll be talking about carpets and the need for making sure those carpets are cleaned and when to bring in that maybe only in the beginning, but also at the end of the sale, the final walkthrough that we're going to go into more detail about in the next segment with uh, Larry McQueen. And before I forget, we are also going to have the tip of the week, and that's going to be the last segment. It's going to be dealing what we talked about in this first segment, so you don't want to miss it. I think it will surprise a lot of people uh, what the tip is going to be. Having said that, we will see you in a few. Listen to Ready, Set, Throw with your host, Brian Doe. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. And as I mentioned in our first segment, uh, we have a special guest today, and that's Larry McQueen of Carpet Care Plus. How are you doing, Larry? Doing great, Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. And one of the reasons why I really wanted to have uh, Larry on here is, yes, you know, during during the season, whether you're selling your house or not, it's always a great time to get your, your carpets done, getting that fresh smell in there. But it's really when you're looking to sell your house, it's so, so important that you have someone that's an expert that can come in and get the carpets cleaned. And one of the things that we talk about a lot, and I put it in the book, is that you know three to seven years is a good path. And so your carpeting, if it's older than seven years, depending on how you treated it, it may be time to go. And so you want an expert to be able to, to tell you that, and that could be in the carpet cleaning. 
but also the pet smells. We all have, you know, our our, our pets, or not everybody, but, but cats and dogs and what have you. And many times we can't, as sellers, we just can't smell that. We don't know that. And just the fact of having, you know, buyers see the pets, they make assumptions that may or may not be true, but this business is all about perception versus reality. And they perceive there's something with the carpeting. So getting your carpeting cleaned before you put your house on the market is such a winning idea. And, and, and Larry, I'm sure you've got some other so some other things that you can talk about that when they're looking for a carpet cleaner that they should be you know should be aware of. Uh, yes. Uh, first off, you know you want to make sure they're IICRC certified, which is, means they're with the Institute of the Carpet and Rug Society, which is basically headed by the people that make the carpet, Mohawk, Shaw, all the major manufacturers that certify us. And we go every two years. You have to uh, go to a professional training course for that to keep your certifications and add to it and all. And if they have that, then you know that they've been trained on that type of fiber that you have, especially when it comes to pet issues. And I can tell you from my experience, um, you said that carpets uh, are, it's important is because think of it when you sell your car, what do you do first? You wash it, you wax it, you make it look nice. So it gets the, it catches the eye of the buyer when they walk in the door. And it's the same thing with carpets. When they walk in your home to buy it, and the first thing they see is a bunch of spots or smell the odor of a pet, you're going to turn off 50% of the people right away. Or, like you, as you know, Brian, they're going to ask for a carpet allowance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and and so, so to true. me, it's important to get the carpets cleaned because it presents the house in the best picture possible. And I know that the best thing to do is when you call in a professional is if I see a carpet is past its life cycle, I'm going to let them know that right up front. Because we we want to make sure we meet the expectations of the customer, and so we ask them a lot of questions when we get in there of uh, what type of usage has been on there, what type of spills are on the carpet, so that we can use the proper enzyme product to remove those spots from it. And you know, and and what I love about that. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead. I was gonna say here's something else that that can be done too. That's really new to the industry. It's called carpet. It's called color clean. And what that is, Brian, is that we actually use a separate machine and we add dye back into the carpet to match the current color because every year you lose about 2% to fading on your carpets. And what we can do on certain carpets is come in there if they still have life left in them and put a little color back into them, which will bring back the, the luster and the shine of the carpet also. Wow, I love that because that could be a situation if you're borderline that maybe you have a situation of being able to save those carpeting, which is going to save serious money to a seller, and it's going to make the buyers happier. And, wow, I, I love that. I think and also what that. we can do, Brian, is we can dye spot areas. So say, for okay. instance, there's one bleach spot. I know that some of the different uh, detergents out there have uh, some oxidizers in them or maybe your toilet bowl cleaner, and they got a little bit spilled in the hallway coming down it we can take those bleach spots out because we have a system to match the carpet color to its current color based on its fading and actually re-dye those areas back. So you don't even have to do the whole carpet. We can just do spots, and therefore it won't catch the eye of the, of the buyer when they're coming through the door to see a, a big bleach spot in the middle of the, the hallway because you know they're going to ask for new carpet then. And uh, if you haven't priced it lately, it can run you anywhere from three three hundred on up for just one room of carpet. So, 
it does pay off right. you know, the spot stuff. And that creates a problem on itself, and uh, maybe for another time, if you only do one room and the other rooms aren't, you know, you're going to eventually probably be replacing the whole carpeting. So that solves a major problem that you have, and I love that. One thing I did want to go back to that I think is really important that you kind of that you mentioned, and that is is you know the person you know, we've already talked about the reasons you can get a faster sale, you get the smell of the, of the fresh carpeting, uh, you actually see those. Look, it may sound you know crazy to some sellers, but when you see those those marks on the carpeting that it's been cleaned, uh, they, they love that. You know, buyers love that. They they know things have been taken care of. It's a well maintained home. But going back to what you said that I think is so so important, and and one of the reasons why I wanted you have on the program, there are unfortunately some carpet cleaning companies that will go nameless, that that. You know, come in and they don't care one iota. They're there to, you know, to clean the carpeting and that solve the problem. And so you always want to make mm-hmm. sure when you're selecting a carpet cleaner that, you know what, maybe the carpeting just needs to be cleaned, but maybe it needs to be replaced and to save you not only time and money, but also aggravation that you're going to have to wind up replacing anyway. I think that is so key, uh, Larry, the, that you mentioned. Yeah. I think that's something that people should be aware of. Yes, because the, the key there, like I said, is we're always our first goal is always the customer satisfaction, and we treat everybody, every home like it's ours. So if we come in there and we see that it was a five-year stain-resistant carpet, and it's at 15 or 20 years, it's time to probably replace it. If there's fiber missing, or they're complaining because uh, there's a big dip in the middle of the carpet, that pad has worn away. So therefore, cleaning the carpet's not going to resolve that issue. So we like to do it on a based on the fact that we're going to look at everybody's carpet, and we're not trying to upsell. My 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 professional cleaners don't do that. Uh, we look at the carpet, and we're not upselling anything. We're downselling a lot of times because we're saying don't replace or don't clean it, replace it, and we don't do that. So therefore, we're out of the picture. So we don't get anything out of it other than uh, making sure that customer's happy and the realtor that's uh, the uh, the seller and buyer, because on both ends, they don't want to be upset about the carpet at the end of the deal. Absolutely. And, and the time we have remaining, too, I think it's also important. There's what is called a final walkthrough. If you sold a house, you might be aware of it. That's changed dramatically, though, is now there's actually a signature involved, meaning is, is the buyer either that day of closing or the day or two beforehand literally has to sign something and sign off that the house is in good working order. And I know, Larry, we talked about, again, off-air, but you have some stories of you know, people that didn't do, didn't make those changes, didn't do the right thing. It doesn't happen often, but it does happen, and and it, it, it led into some serious problems, timing-wise especially. Oh, yes. Uh, I've had calls um, in the middle of the day after during the closing of a house where they decided only to clean five out of the six rooms because they they, they thought one was good. And then through the final walkthrough, they identified the other additional room. So we had to um, run over there and send a crew over there real quick to take care of that room for them so they could close. Or the other one would be they put a rug and covered up a spot. And then when they moved out through the walkthrough, there's this big spot in the middle of the floor that was covered by a rug before. And so then we've had to come in and take care of that for people too. And just and just with, uh, we're running out of time, and that's such a great thing. Instead of trying to hide things, and most most sellers don't do that, you know, underneath couches, stuff like that. But if you know you have that problem, 
that's even more of a reason to be able to get oh, yeah. someone like you know Larry Carver uh, Care Plus out there to identify and see where you're at, so that at closing, because I will tell you a very quick story, it doesn't happen often, but we've had buyers actually walk out and refuse to actually close on the house. And uh, that became Panic City, and it finally got resolved, but it was days later, and a lot of turmoil and a lot of uh, anger and angst that went into that, too. So if you have even any question at all, get a carpet cleaner in there. Uh, Carpet Plus is fantastic, or you have someone else, but get a professional in there to take care of it. With that said, Larry, thank you so much for your expertise. I greatly appreciate it. We're about out of time, and we'll be going on to the next segment. Welcome back to Ready to Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. And I wanted to introduce a special guest I mentioned in the first segment, and that is Margot Sutter, someone I've known for years. And she has a deep love for horses, and she has a rescue that she runs, Equus Rescue and Therapy in Millstyle, Illinois. Welcome, Margot. Hi, Brian, and thank you for having me on your show. Not a problem. I love doing it. And one of the things that we talked about off air was, is especially this time of year, and the need could be throughout the year, but particularly right now, is that that you do great work in rescuing horses from racing horses, from all kinds of horses that are kind of put away to the side. And, and you do great work. But one of the greatest needs I know that you talked about was is just the simple fact of feeding the horses and what people can do to help feed the horses. Can you kind of go into that a little bit more? Absolutely. Uh, we rescue, rehabilitate, retrain X-Race horses uh, for a second chance career. And, and that's, that's how we originally started uh, in 2008 going into 2009. Almost 10 years later now, we have uh, expanded that into basically working with horses that would ship directly to slaughter, abused, abandoned, neglected animals, uh, not always uh, 100% thoroughbreds that we're there to, to help out whenever we can. Our greatest need, of course, when we get those types of animals in, is the length of time that they're in at our facility to rehabilitate them. And that includes proper nutrition from day one. And the proper nutrition may include the, the bulk feed, bad feed, specialty feeds, extra oil, vitamins, minerals, may uh, qualify for special like alfalfa tubes that are soaked and mixed in, as well as the great hay that we bring in. And those costs are very high. Uh, just the care for each animal per month is right around $500 a month. So that does not include how many veterinary horses do care. You have? Right now we're Excuse at 32. Me, Margo, but how many horses do you have? Right now we're at 32. Wow, okay. Which is down for us, Brian. You know, as you know, we last year we took in almost 24 horses, um, and have got a lot of those back out the door into wonderful homes. The final stages of of starvation when they're rehabbed is always goes down into the feet, kind of like human beings. You know, when you've had an illness or your body's been through a lot of trauma, uh, your hair, fingernails, those are the last things that kind of bounce back and and get healthy again. So. Many of those horses that we started on last year are rebounding nicely and now getting a lot of farrier care with the Midwest Farrier Services, and uh, we're constantly overseeing and watching their weights. So 
as I said, going back to the proper nutrition, feed is primary for us. This time of year, the weather starts to change. It's not so much fun to come out and volunteer in the cold as it is in the spring or summer or early fall. The need doesn't change. We're there 365 days a year. And I know that there's a lot of charitable organizations this time of year that need help. And we're no different. So if someone chooses to help us monetarily, if they want to support a horse per month, it's $500. If they want to support a quarter, uh, it's $1,500. Six months is $3,000. Annually is $6,000. And that would include feed, farrier care, veterinary care. So teeth being taken care of, the horse's teeth continue to grow, they need to be filed down, they need their annual shots. So those are all some of the things that we encompass with our care. Uh, a bag of feed is $20. A bulk tank feed uh, to be filled is $550. A load of hay is $700. Now we'd use a load of hay 14 bales per week. So it's $2,800 per month for hay. Sure. The water bill and the electric bill run right about $600 per month, 300 apiece. So the need is great, and, and I hear you loud and clear on that, and I thank you for that. But if, if they're not in a situation, and hopefully they are, I mean, again, it's a great cause. I've been out there before. Uh, it's it's amazing what you guys do. It truly is. And But I, but I think if, if they can't make that high of a contribution, can they, can they have some place where they can send the monies to – whether it be five hundred or three thousand, or could they send a hundred dollars or fifty dollars? Absolutely, they, they can, can send they five dollars. You know, every dollar counts, and that's what folks forget. How they may be hearing this and say, "Oh, we wish we could help, we just don't have that kind of money, and it is Christmas time." One dollar times twenty people equals one bag of feed. Four people together at five dollars equals a bag of feed. So it's amazing sure, how sure. how that can happen. So. P.O. Box 1032, Columbia, Illinois, 62236 is our mailing address for Equus Rescue and Therapy. We have a website, equusrescue.org. We have a Donate Now button there. Folks can go there and click on the Donate Now button. And we're grateful to everybody, and we invite everybody out to come to the farm and visit us. Margo, I thank you so much for your work, and thank you for spending some time with us. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold, and I am so pleased and so happy to uh, share with you Mayor Herbroach. We've gotten to know each other over the phone, mainly, and a great guy, great mayor. And I wanted to bring him on because he's got some really cool things, not only about the city of O'Fallon, Illinois, but also during the holidays, things that are coming up. And Herb, and he likes to be called Herb, not Mayor Herb, so I, that's why I'm calling him Herb. Uh Tell us, tell us what's going on first, how are you doing, and what's going on in the great city of Ocala. Well, Brian, uh, first of all, thank you for giving us the opportunity to let people know what's going on because uh, I, I couldn't be prouder of going into the new year uh, of the work that uh, our volunteers in our community are doing, our the staff here at the city hall, and, and our city council. I mean, 
if I go through a few of the things that we've got going on, you'll understand why I say that. And, uh, you know, for example, with the holidays coming up, we just brought in Santa Claus uh, with a great parade this past Saturday. And unfortunately, we thought for a minute that uh, we may not have our annual Santa parade uh, because the people who had put it on for many, many years uh, just were physically not able to do it this year. And when we got that call, uh, I started putting some calls out for about 48 hours and uh, got a, just a great response. And one of the people who called me was a Beth Ortega, and Beth just said, Herb, she says, I'll step up and take it and run with it. And she not only ran with it, but she did a bang-up job. I mean, we ended up having a parade that was an hour long. We had uh, over 15 floats, over 70 different units in it. It was the best parade people say that we have had here in O'Fallon in years and people were six and eight deep where the parade ended is where our Santa's hut is at which was over on first and vine and that's available for people to come uh, on the weekend Santa is there and uh, able to talk to the children and find out what they're looking for for Christmas but we had a number of different tents set up for kids we had they were fixing s'mores and many, many other items. We had hot chocolate available. It was just a real good thing to just pull the community together and have people enjoying that Saturday evening. And of course, when you've got uh, 50 degree temperatures, that sure doesn't hurt anything either. But uh, that was just uh, just fantastic going into holiday season for us. That is fantastic. And, and, what, and it's something I'm sure you're going to be doing next year then? Oh, no question. This is an annual event. We want to keep this going on an annual event. And then uh, we've got some plans going on. And again, we've got so many good volunteers stepping up to help us. But uh, for years, uh, O'Fallon has not had a a community-wide picnic or festival. So we are going to have what's going to be called the O'Fallon Fest uh, next August. And uh, so now we're shifting gears, and we've got people helping us plan toward that and uh, getting us some sponsorships toward that. But uh, it's it's rolling along uh, at a better pace than I thought it was going to be, and we've just, uh, again, we're very blessed with a lot of good volunteers that we've got that stepped up. And, you know, I think, you know, I don't think, no, when the last time we talked, I don't think our new St. Elizabeth Hospital had opened up. But now that we've got that brand new 144-bed hospital that uh, is opened up with all kind of new facilities. Matter of fact, some of the most modern state-of-the-art, one of the operating rooms, I understand, is one of the top most modern operating rooms uh, in the entire St. Louis region. And then in addition to that, the McKendry Plex is uh, up and operating. Uh, McKendry, uh, the university, has held their uh, uh, couple of uh, uh, hockey events over there. Uh, their, their pools are wide open and everything. It's it's going very good. We've just completed about eight major road reconstruction projects, part of that being a resurfacing of Route 50. Uh, the Greenmount Road, we completely tore that apart and widened that, put new islands in, new lighting and everything, uh, new walking paths along that that runs right next to the new hospital, uh, you know. And then our our soccer fields they were under construction when we last talked. We've had seven new turf soccer fields that are open up. We've already held three tournaments on it. We've got 14 tournaments booked for next year uh, on it that average in excess of 100 teams, and that 
once again, we've got a good member of our staff here, Mary Jean Hutchison, who has just taken hold with that park and just made sure that it is nothing but top-notch. And that's helping us uh, in so many different ways. Uh, you know, it's drawing us in our hotels. Our hotels are telling us that their bookings are up tremendously. We've got a new hotel under construction. We've got people talking about the possibility of about three other uh, types of uh, hotels that may be coming online. We just opened you up know, a it, new. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, if I could just just interrupt, some yeah. fantastic stuff. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, and I think it just goes back, and we talk real estate on the show also, along with you know what's going on with the cities. But you know what I hear is is again, uh, it just it just makes O'Fallon. Uh, that much better of a community when you have all those pieces. Not only do you have jobs, not only do you have good-paying jobs, actually high-paying jobs, that uh, with the hospital that brings more, not only more revenue, but the city's able to do more things. It makes O'Fallon even that much nicer place to live, and plus the recreations and everything else that you talked about. I mean, that's it's actually amazing. I'm always always happy to to hear what's going on because. You know, I think it's just important, not only real estate, but just if you're living, even if you're not moving, just to know what the city's involved with and all the things that are going on, and that's fantastic. We are running running out of time for this segment, but again, um, boy, can I tell you one you more staff. good thing that you'll okay. love, and you're in real estate, and this is a, a work that our finance committee just passed this past Monday, that they're rolling back the city's portion of the real estate tax rate back to what it was in 2014 and a reduction in the amount of taxes that we will ask to be collected by over a quarter of a million dollars. That That is that is great news, and that's great news for realtors, but it's also great news for homeowners. Uh, exactly. Wow, great job there. Great job. Well, a lot, a lot of that credit goes to our staff and our city council. They've all worked very hard on making – putting things in place to allow that to occur. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing that, Mayor. Again, uh, happy holidays to you and the city, and a Merry Christmas. We appreciate you being, your time and everything you do for the city of O'Fallon. Well, thank you for the opportunity, and thank you for all of your staff, and a Merry Christmas and a happy holidays to all of you. All right. Thank you. Hey, we'll be back after a few short messages with our next segment. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. Thank you so much for joining us this Saturday. Hope you're having a fantastic Saturday and starting off the holidays on the right note. We're already in December. It's it's amazing how fast things go. Well, let's kind of recap what we talked about. And the first segment we talked about is the season isn't the reason why your house isn't selling. That if you have those things taken care of, the updating, the marketing plan that you feel good about, uh, then it's something that you probably need to look at in the location, and that's probably a pricing issue. The second segment, we talked about the importance of keeping carpets clean. And also, quite frankly, is is maybe you need to replace them and making sure you get the, the expert in there that's not just going to clean the carpet, but it's going to give you an evaluation of, of, of they need to be replaced, and that's important too, information. Third segment, we talked with Margot Sutter, and that was about the horse rescue. If you can do anything 
that would be fantastic. You know, whatever you can give, 5, 10, 15, 20, or maybe you're in a position where you can do 500 or 3,000 to help out uh, the horse farm because I've been out there, if nothing else, volunteer. I've been out there myself. It's a, it's a, it's fantastic facility what they have, but they need our help to make, maintain it and maintain the horses. And then we talked with Mayor Herb Roach of O'Fallon, talking about what's been going on with the city of O'Fallon, and it's amazing. And then the big news, in case you missed it, was the the, the rolling back to taxes, something I never thought would be possible to 2014 rates in the city of O'Fallon, I believe he said at the beginning of this year, uh, which is amazing. I don't remember the last time I've ever heard that happening. So that's that's good stuff for home sellers. So let's talk about the tip of the week, and I think the tip of the week is going to be dealing with what we talked about before, is making price reductions. The biggest tip I can give you is simply talk with your realtor. Every situation is unique, and decide what that price needs to be. And the reason why I say that is sometimes what we see is $300,000 house, and we see a price drop of $100 or $500. Uh, you don't have to be in real estate to know that probably isn't going to do the trick. So, and we see that, and then two weeks later, we'll see another price drop of $500, and again, the house is still sitting. A good rule of thumb is any price adjustment usually takes a week to two weeks to know if it worked. So you want to make that count, because if you don't have the right price adjustment, you can easily burn up a month, meaning you're saying, oh, it didn't work this two weeks, we're going to have to go back and do another price adjustment and all of a sudden you're on the month you're on the market for another month or even longer. So the tip is 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 make sure that your agent has the confidence, have a consultation, have a talk, what's it gonna take, you know, with, with what's going on with not only the market but the location. What's our professional opinion of what it's going to take to get your house sold uh and 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 move on with bigger and better things. So that's the tip of the week. I thank you so much for joining us. This this Saturday, this December 2nd, again, I can't get over the fact it's December. And one last time, I'll give you an opportunity to go to readysetsold.org, not.com, readysetsold.org, not.com, and pick up the book. It's absolutely free. With that said, I'm wishing everyone a very happy weekend and a fantastic week until we talk again next week. Bye-bye.